Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post. <laughs> Your boy is back. And that! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. End of our first full week together in 2024. We got a people's postgame show coming your way tomorrow. So that's around the corner. I'm excited for that. And um, away we go with the new calendar year. And the snow is coming down, baby. Here just a few minutes past 7 o'clock. Got kiddos. We're trying to figure that out. Look, you want to be a dad. This ain't easy. School's closed. Elkins, right, so far today. We got a little bit of closure action in Farmington. I think they're delayed start. I'll take a look at the school closings again here in a bit. But by and large, I think we're trying to make it happen here today. By and large, we are trying to get in the door and get some school action going on because the more we can get in now, the better it's going to be later on because we're not going to have to hang out at the party deep in the month of June or July or whatever. So, Wherever you're listening today, Northwest Arkansas, Parts River Valley, as a lot of y'all do, Little Rock, we got that statewide presence continuing to grow because the show is, I mean, my goodness, is so much more accessible now. You just hop on board and make it happen for yourself. As long as you've got a uh, a mobile device, some kind of computer, some power, you're paying your bill, you're plugged in. This is 2024, my friends. Uh, Arkansas Razorback basketball with a massively important season opener tomorrow. Hogs taking on Auburn. We've talked a lot about this game as we have worked our way through it. Razorbacks trying to get themselves off to a good start in conference play against an opponent in Auburn who's become kind of a de facto rival the last couple of years. I know we talked about that at length in the course of the show yesterday. I think after Kentucky, you find yourself scrambling for teams in the league that you have the most animosity towards. I'm not saying when it comes to sports, it's all about animosity that you have to have that for it to work right. But I mean, it helps. It helps the atmosphere in the room when you're just agitated. When you're not a fan of the opponent. I think it's going to be an agitated home environment for the Arkansas Razorbacks tomorrow. I'm thinking an agitated home environment with the fans worked up, with people invested in the game. Bruce Pearl, one of those coaches. I know I was talking about this with my father-in-law last night, who I'm going to take to the game tomorrow with me. 
Dennis the magic man who makes things grow out of the ground um, for 50 years in North Dakota. But he's a huge basketball guy. He's a Kansas fan. We'll excuse him that. But huge basketball guy. And he can't stand Bruce Pearl. He can't stand him. I didn't know that till last night that he couldn't stand him. But once he said that, I was like, cool, me neither. Something about him, the way he's gone about his business, the shady, shady at times that's been involved in his whole tenure and run. I don't know. I'm not a huge Bruce Pearl guy either. Of course, you had the the cheating allegations a few years ago, I think for my father-in-law who's a Kansas fan to look the other way on Bill Self all the time, which you do, Dennis. You know you do this. And then when it comes to Bruce Pearl, you want to be like the, the judge, jury, and executioner. Doesn't really fly for me either, but I, I'm not a big fan. I am not a big fan whatsoever, really, of Bruce Pearl. Now, he's made Auburn. I respect the coaching ability. I respect the prowess. He has made them a semi-relevant basketball school which is not easy to do. But you're seeing a lot of schools come up now who were down for a long time. And so much of that has to do with who they've hired as the head coach. Are they willing to spend money in the NIL world to go get players? And then you ultimately will either see the results or you won't. Look at Ole Miss right now. My goodness. Chris Beard has them playing great basketball out the gates. You know the guy's a heck of a coach even if he's a questionable character. But, man, Mississippi's never mattered in basketball before. You know what I mean? Like, wow, Texas A&M has generally not mattered in basketball. Alabama, historically, nope in basketball. Got a lot of schools who are laying claim to being, I don't know, one of the more elite teams in the SEC. Y'all haven't really been around this party a lot in the past. So that's odd. That's a little bit odd. That said, it is what it is. Arkansas Razorback basketball hosting Auburn. Tigers a top 25 team. Fringe 25, but 25 nonetheless. Hogs not ranked. That's okay. You've put in some work. You've taken a couple L's. You're probably about where you thought you'd be in terms of the net and the power and all that. Top 20, 30, depending on the day. And you're not the kind of team that you, you know, want to be. You are not the kind of team that you want to be. But you're getting there. And I think the thing that you know, very much so, out of Eric Musselman, is he is going to be unrelenting, unrelenting in terms of his commitment to molding this roster, to making them better. I got to believe ultimately this Razorback basketball team is at the least an NCAA tournament basketball team. And at the most, I, mean, I was talking about this the other night, having an adult beverage with a couple of friends of mine at the old stomping grounds there on, uh, on Dixon and Brewskis. It's, um, it's good to see faces again when you haven't seen people in a while. But the common theme is concern that the team hasn't taken off more than some people thought they would. And all of a sudden you got folks wondering whether they're an NCAA tournament team. It's like, really? We're going to question that? 
I think they've played a strong enough schedule, y'all, that that's not even up for debate. As long as you don't fall on your face and go like 4-14 and 14 in the SEC, you're going to be in the NCAA tournament. And then it's really just a question of, does Eric Musselman get the full you know, composition, the full recipe brewing on his roster to make them a dangerous out in the NCAA tournament? Now, I don't know what kind of seed you are this year. Probably a 6 or 7 Again, you go 14 and 4 or 4 and 14. You go 14 and 4, you're going to have a great seed, probably like a three seed. You go 4 and 14, you probably won't be in the NCAA tournament. Truth, usually somewhere in the middle. You know that's a JB theme here on the show. So I think, you know, probably this is a 10 and 8. You're playing so many conference games. This is a 10 and 8 or 11 and 7 kind of team. But to get there, it starts tomorrow. Stripe out. No, your section, red and white alternating. It's a one o'clock on the start for the basketball game. I am all kinds of fired up for this one. I know you are too. Expecting a packed house. I don't think there will be a lot of empty seats there at Bud Walton Arena. So you're talking 19,000 plus. It's going to be raucous. Um, you got the snow coming down today, which, like I said earlier, going to cause some cancellations. I think Shallow just passed along a cancellation which obviously sets me back today, but that's okay. You know what? You got things going on in your life that you're dealing with and doing the best you can. And I think a lot of people will be ready for a basketball game tomorrow. You're a little stir crazed up off the holiday break. Still, you're trying to figure some stuff out, get out to a game, scream out, you know, your, your energy, your lungs till you got nothing left. And, uh, and hopefully this team sets a good tone for itself in the SEC. Uh, I think you get out the gates 1-0, and you go on the road, you have a chance, what, against Georgia and or Florida to win one, one or two of those road games because not one of those teams is great. Georgia's really not good. And then you'd be 2-1, and one, coming back home for another big one. Texas A&M on the horizon immediately in the near future here at home. You got Kentucky coming up before the end of January here at Bud Walton Arena. So it's a it's a fun home schedule this year. And it gets started tomorrow. And the Hogs need to get off on a good foot here to start conference play. One o'clock for the game tomorrow. Bud Walton Arena just a couple miles down the block here in Fayetteville. And then, of course, I got you on the post-game People's Post-Game Show. Ten minutes after every Razorback game wraps up on Saturdays all season long. We've got a few of those bad boys in already, haven't we? A couple of special edition work pieces on that front already. We'll get into it officially. What? Three o'clock, three fifteen Saturday afternoon. We'll hang out for an hour, break down the game that went down the atmosphere, the key moments here from us. I'll have standouts and struggles and stats, your calls, Podbean app, a great way to do that. Tell a friend quality's great. You can interact. You got your sports radio show of choice on your own time. And of course you can DVR it up, time shift it anytime. You want to make that happen too. All right. We're rocking and rolling. Arkansas Razorback basketball getting ready for a key game against Auburn tomorrow at one. And um, let's go. Let's have some fun with this for once in this life as the Hogs try to get out the gates and take another step forward. Menafield back in the mix. If you haven't gotten to watch this guy yet, he's a heck of a basketball player. He's different. Not silky smooth, but bouncy is all get out. And really has been impressive watching him get acclimated or reacclimated into the fold here 
in game time in front of our eyes. He's been he's been solid. 32 points last time out. Kind of a combo guard. Not really a true point guard either. I don't think you have a true point guard on this roster, but you got Keon Menefield and Devo Davis, a couple of guards who play off each other and can both create for their teammates. Traymond Mark, Caleb Battle, pure scores. When they are on, they can fill it up as well as anybody in the country. They are professional scores. And then you got Trevon Brazil as probably your fifth best player. And he's going to be the most highly drafted of all of them. Isn't that crazy? But Brazil, the first round draft pick who might be a lottery pick. You wonder a little bit because he's not even averaging uh, 10 points a game. Just under 10 points and 7 rebounds per game for TB2. But he is coming off of an ACL injury. And we can talk all we want about, oh, he's been there from the jump this year and yada, yada, yada. That's fine. but. Saying and doing are two very different things. And you need to get into the flow with your guys in game action to get to the point where you feel really comfortable. And I just don't think he's there yet. So work to be done on Brazil. We had Moss yesterday on the show talking about that. Needs to be more aggressive off the bounce, get into the free throw line. There's no question. But if you can elevate him too, that's five guys right there. You're pretty high level college basketball players. Now your front court, Kind of soft. I don't know what's going on with Makai Mitchell, but talk about a guy whose stock is up and down so severely in different directions, depending on the day. But you got Mitchell and Jalen Graham, who's shown a little bit of spark here. There, He's not really a physical presence, though. Chandler Lawson, to me, probably their best fit at center. He's just so limited offensively. The guy's like a pterodactyl. He's so long. And such a good shot blocker. Um, I think it's a good team. How good? We'll find out. That's why they play the games, baby. It's an NCAA tournament team. And once you're in the dance, who wants to go up against the Eric Musselman coach squad? Nobody. I'll take the Hogs in the first round over anybody. And can he get to a sweet 16 for the fourth year in a row? Maybe. 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 But that's what the season's all about. And so we're riffing on it and talking about it early today. Ton of basketball talk out the gates. Josh Bertaccini with you in studio. And we got a lot going on. Uh, how about Judkins bouncing on Ole Miss? That was a stunner yesterday, wasn't it? The heck was that? Uh, some conversation there. Big Papa Small, Manny Watkins. I even squeeze a couple minutes out of TV Tyler before we're done. It's the real NWAJB. Team B Media Style. You know what you're doing. Coming back. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. 
See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall. Full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey folks, it's JB from Team B Media and a happy new year to everyone listening. 2024 is going to be the best one for all of us yet. And I got to say thank you again to all you fine folks who've made the new show in the mornings, The Real and WAJB, a part of your days already. However you listen live or on a podcast platform later, people's postgame shows 10 minutes after every basketball game on Saturdays, baseball coverage all spring and big stuff on the high school scene coming up in the fall. Follow, listen, watch and subscribe at The Real and WAJB for Team B Media. Happy 2024, my friends. having a good morning i hope you are we got a lot going on out there including snow baby snow let it snow yeah have an inch down on the ground already looks kind of slick out there second inch expected to drop here over the next i don't know hour or two and so we find ourselves increasingly man in the cold in the weather that you've got to be able to to navigate. If you're going to get the kiddos to school, you're going to get to work, you're going to do things safe and on the up and up. You got to go slow, my friends. This is coming in here now from the uh from the folks who are in charge of that stuff. Closings and delays. A couple of different websites up there, but really since we revved up the show here, we've seen a lot more drop on the list. Uh Fayetteville has called it. Fayetteville schools are closed. Springdale has now called it. All Springdale schools, Harbor and Springdale, are closed. So they're dropping like flies out here. I don't see Bentonville on the list yet. And I do not see Rogers on the list yet of school cancellations or closings. Uh, Montessori is closed. Shiloh is closed. Haas Hall closed. Greenland has now closed its schools today. I mentioned Elkins and Farmington out the gates. I saw that early on. So, yeah, Alma closed now. And this is really just up here, kind of northwest Arkansas. River Valley getting hurt first today by the uh, by the snowy weather. And then NWA getting hit by a little bit more of it. So that's what we got going on. Weather has been what it's been. Kind of slick and a gross day. So if you're getting a snow day, as we're going to be doing here 
in fam land. Uh, good for the kiddos and good for you. Have fun. It's a long weekend. Tomorrow, basketball, one o'clock, Arkansas and Auburn. We've talked a ton about that out the gate so far today. Really have enjoyed that conversation. Hogs getting ready for a one o'clock tilt. People's post game show to follow afterwards. We'll catch up with Manny Watkins here in just a few minutes on the show and get his thoughts on the season itself, which is coming up around the corner. And SEC slate. Let me give you some of the games that we have on the board for the SEC here as we get into it and get this uh, first full college basketball weekend of 2024 rolling. And here's what you got tomorrow. Mississippi State at South Carolina at 11 a.m. They're both pretty good. In fact, the only team right now in the SEC with a sub-500 record is Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is the only team in the league with a sub-500 record. Mississippi State and South Carolina at 11 o'clock on CBS. Kentucky and Florida at 11.30 on ESPN. Kentucky ranks sixth in the country at 10-2 and two overall right now. Florida at 10-3. and three. And then noon, Georgia and Missouri. Arkansas will play Georgia next week, midweek on the road. Georgia's 10-3. and three. It's not terrible. Auburn and Arkansas, 1 o'clock, ESPN2 for that contest. And Auburn at 11-2, and two, ranked 25th in the country. Augs at 9-4, and four, but that does not include the game against Purdue, which I put down as a dub. So I, I feel like 10-4 and four is more the record. But that's coming up, 1 o'clock tomorrow. And people's postgame show to follow afterwards. 2.30, Alabama and Vanderbilt, SEC Network. Bama's only 8-5 and five so far this year. Ole Miss in Tennessee, 22 versus 5. That's at 5 o'clock on the SEC Network. And LSU plays Texas A&M at 7.30 in a nightcap on the SEC Network. LSU at 8-5, and five, A&M at 9-4 on the season. And that's what you got. First full SEC basketball weekend coming up. And looking forward to it as we continue to roll forward on that front. NBA last night, Bobby Portis and the Bucks get a four-point win at San Antonio. Portis having himself another really good year for Milwaukee, one of the best Sixth men in the league. Five points, four boards, a block for Bobby last night. But how about the season numbers? I mean, he's been he's been strong. Over 12 points, just under seven rebounds per game out of Bobby, who um, has had himself a heck of a career. And I think you look at the Arkansas Razorbacks all-time pro hogs, and you're like, this guy's one of them. Certainly at this point, winning a championship with Milwaukee did not hurt. How about Bobby now? As I look at the numbers here a little bit. Three, four, five, six straight seasons in which he scored at least double figures per game. Pretty good. 11.5 points and seven rebounds per game for his career. Those are good numbers for BP. There's no question about that. Also last night, the Nuggets over the Warriors on the road by three. Did you see that? Denver down by 15 in the fourth comes storming back and then Jokic banks in a 40-footer. From center court at the buzzer off an inbounds play. Just ridiculous. 34 points for him. The Nuggets 25 and 11. They are so good. Murray is healthy again. Yeah, let's just throw in a couple of seven footers. Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter. You know, just for the heck of it. 
What a basketball team Denver is rolling with. Golden State, not so much. Moses Moody struggling to get in games. Did not play last night. Tough go for Moses in the NBA so far. And tough go. What else? NFL coming your way this weekend in front of the college football championship game. Down the stretch we go. This week feels superfluous to me. Like it's too much on top. You got so many quarterbacks and players who are just getting a week off to rest anyway. So why are we adding a, another week of games? I don't know. Nine of the 14 postseason spots are set. You got two Saturday games this weekend. Steelers, Ravens. Steelers trying to make the playoffs. They're nine and seven. Ravens, 13 and three. Lamar Jackson. They said whether he's playing or not, I would think he's not going to play much in that game. 330 on ESPN for that. Ravens have already clinched the best overall record in all of the NFL this year. Texans and Colts, they're both nine and seven. 7.15 ESPN for that. And then Sunday, games of note. What? Brownies, Bengals, Lions home for the Vikes. A lot of teams just jockeying for draft position. I think the Bears have the number one pick because the Panthers have clinched that, that Bryce Young trade, which looks questionable right now. Eagles and Giants, 3.30 CBS. Eagles need to win and have the Cowboys lose at Washington, which is possible. Both those games at 3.30 on Sunday. Cowboys play in our nation's capital against the commies at 3.30 on Fox on Sunday. That's what you got there. Chiefs and Chargers, 3.30 on CBS. All right. 10 and 6 for the Chiefs, 5 and 11 for the Chargers. Okay. Rams-Niners a good game, too. I think Rams going to be a dangerous out. And Bills-Dolphins... For the AFC East title, 720 Sunday night, NBC. There's no Monday night game this week. Question of the day tonight. Let's have a little fun with it on this snow day of ours. As we work our way 40 minutes into the conversation, what's your what's your best bet to win the Super Bowl this year? What's your best bet? What team out there is your best bet to win the Super Bowl? And we'll give you some different options here on the Twitter machine. I'm going to put the Ravens on their own line. We'll give the Ravens 50% of the vote. I'm thinking at least today for them. Uh, Niners or Chiefs can be on a line. They're like next tier, even though the Chiefs to me seem highly suspect right now. Uh, Cowboys or Eagles? Are you big D diehards? You know, Tyler and Benville try to vote for Cowboys like 20 times in a row. And Bills or Dolphins? Bills a dangerous team. Not the AFC East right now, but looking ahead to the Super Bowl, who is your best bet to win it this year? Arkansas Razorback women's basketball loses to Kentucky by 10. What are you going to do there? Basketball, home for Auburn tomorrow on the men's side of it. And that's what we got. And that's what we're working with. How about Oscar Pistorius getting released from prison? That doesn't make sense. That should be in jail for the rest of his life. But that's South Africa, baby. What do I know? about the South African justice system. It's hard enough figuring out the American justice system. All right, great start to the morning. A little no-show action at a big papa. I figure he's caught up in snowland today. That's okay. Manny Watkins joins us in four minutes. We'll talk with the former Razorback and SEC analyst about the Razorbacks and their chances to make a run this year. Coming right back on TB Media. 
Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. A to Z Golf Powers has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT in his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. At Team B Media, supporting local business is what we are all about. Northwest Arkansas is one of the fastest growing regions in the country and one of the best places to live. We are proud to be a small part of its infrastructure. We have a passionate, enthusiastic audience who support local sports and business. For a cost-effective way to advertise your company's message to engage local consumers, contact us at Team B Media today. inch and a half ready and uh it's pretty to watch right now so if your school district has called it they said no go today probably the right move and if you're a little further north rogers bentonville grab it whatever centerton um p ridge you have not gotten that call yet you're probably crossing your fingers for it manny watkins manual e watkins on the tweets longtime friend of mine and the program and always great to hear his voice Tremendous Arkansas Razorback. He's, of course, uh, an SEC broadcaster, as well as uh, just a generally well-informed basketball aficionado. Manny, happy 2024. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, too, man. Uh, New year and getting into some different possibilities for Arkansas Razorback basketball today. Man, it doesn't start lightly, Manny. 
Um, Auburn tomorrow is a really important game to start the SEC. Yeah, that's that's the you want to get that one. I was looking at the schedule the other day, just kind of calling out where I thought, okay, here's the win, here's the win, here's the potential loss. Um, you got to get the first one, especially at home. Auburn's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, they're one of those teams that, like, when you go to their place, they're really tough to beat. You can get them at home. So, um, I expect Arkansas to win, but yeah, you need that first one. You really do. And, and especially with, you know, two road games back to back coming up against yep. Georgia and Florida. And not that either team's great, Manny, but I'm looking up and down the standings, getting ready for the show today and thinking about your spot. And wanted to make sure I got my facts straight. Do you believe Vanderbilt's the only team in the league that has a, a losing record right now? I mean, the conference overall has done pretty well in non-con play. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, every year with the SEC, you know, it kind of gets overlooked. You know, it's the ACC. Um, you think about, you know, Utah and Villanova, playing, you think about the Big East, people, Big Ten, got pretty big. People just talk about those teams a little bit more, but year in, year out. Those are teams, man. They're tough. And then when you when you play in those challenges, you play against other conferences, the SEC always does really well. So, I mean, it's going to be the same thing this year. It's tough. Like, you go to a Georgia or Florida, and you look at their record, and, you know, they might, you know, not have the best record. But, I mean, I've played in those places. And it's just, anytime you go on the road in the SEC, it's just tough. Yeah. It's going to be a close game, and it's going to come down to the wire, and you're going to have to have some things go your way to win. One of your boy, Mike Anderson, your coach's uh, best lines that sticks in my head to this day is when you get into conference play, it's like you're in the family now. I love that line. It's so true. I heard that so many times. So true, though. How about, uh, real quick, before we get to Arkansas, how about Chris Beard and Ole Miss have been amazing. They're like 13-0 and 0 or whatever out the gates. Hey, I mean, I think, and, you know, they've had some good wins. They beat Memphis. I, I, he just knows how to win. I mean, when they when they hired him, I, I knew he would he would do some things that would help Ole Miss out. I'd like to see them once they, you know, get into the family, like we said, yeah. see how they fare. Um, but, I mean, it's, you know, is, is this the first year? Yes. Second, first year first? in Oxford. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, now Ole Miss, traditionally, you know, even when I was there, they were, they were good at the beginning of my career, but then towards the end, they kind of tailored off of yeah. the half team. But with him there, I mean, now they're going to be a force every year. They've been basically, yeah, that one, what, two, three year stretch with what was it, Marshall Henderson? They're actually okay. Yeah. They're actually, yeah. They were pretty decent my freshman sophomore year. My last two years, they were, you know, they went off a little bit. And then since then, they haven't been that good. Yeah. With them there. Yeah. And then there's Muss and the Razorbacks, right, Manny? And I know you you call games for the SEC network when, uh, when you're called in action, you always sound tremendous. I love your insight. You keep it real, but you you know the game. And I think you know this team as much as anybody right now. They've kind of been a little bit of an enigma, right? Nine and four. I've had some great wins. I really ten and four. I count the Purdue game. So Purdue and Duke, a couple great wins, yeah. but then then they've had some really troubling losses too. What do you make of them right now? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a couple of things. One it really is tough when you bring in a bunch of new guys playing together and, you know, this go around, the guys are all thick and fourth year. Mm. So that's pretty much the saddest, like, the types of players that they are. So that's even tougher enough. Like, you think, well, you got an older team, like, it'll, it'll be smoother. That's not always the case because these, like I said, these fourth and fifth year guys, 
they've been playing college basketball for a long time. They've played a ton of games. Their style and the way they play is it's bad. So if it doesn't mesh, it's harder to mold that into something that you want because it's so set in stone and in concrete. Um, the way that some of these guys play. So I think that's a little bit of the curve, like, you know, why it hasn't met as quickly as people would like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think this is kind of how it goes. Transfer portal, the way the college basketball is, like you're going to have new teams a lot. Um, yeah. Yep. And I mean, about you, but like, I'm much more excited about you know, late January, February, March basketball than I am about, you know, the early basketball. It's exciting, it's fun, it's here, it's new, but, like, you got to be playing your best basketball later in the season, and that's historically what the Arkansas team does. That's not how I see it. Yeah. And the addition of Metafield, right? What a huge plus that was here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I did a little research. I didn't know how, you know, what type of player he was. Mm-hmm. I've obviously seen some stuff, but mm-hmm. like, you never know when someone transfers. Nah. You know, you just never know. I've been, I've been surprised. I mean, I'm sure that he, all the staff and everyone knew he could hoop, but it's, that's been a, that's been a healthy injection of stuff. Yeah. He's fun to watch. He's bouncy, Manny. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got Mark and battle and he got Devo, and really, it's amazing how much talent they have on the wings. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, Brazil's, you know, what's he going to be? A first-round pick at the least, yeah. if not a lottery pick, and he might be their fourth or fifth best option right now, Manny. Yeah. Well, no, that, and that's why I was super optimistic coming into the year, and I still am, but mainly because, one, you got a bunch of guys who are, you know, 22, 20, like, older guys, which I get, that's the formula for college basketball. Mm-hmm. You look at all the, the winning teams, like, you, you're going to find a bunch of older guys. So that's why I was super excited. You have an old veteran team. Uh, but then to your point, yeah, like, you got guys, like, it's five, six deep that can arguably be the best player on a lot of other teams. Right. Um, and that's, that's what you want. And I just, I like, I just think, with that Kansas, that Kansas game last year, I went into that game feeling like, okay, if you back up dude for dude, Arkansas versus Kansas, Arkansas pretty has better players. Mm-hmm. Like one through eight, one through nine, and it's came to play. And I just think with the depth that Arkansas has and, you know, they've got dudes, I think they're just going to run into situations like that. We're going to get in the NCAA tournament and you might be a team at the higher speed, but then you look at it and you're like, okay. Well, no, I like Mark better than that guy. Well, Devo, I like him better than that right. guy. Right. Battle, okay. Right. Like, I just think that's going to be the case, and that's why I'm not, I'm not really worried. Like, I'm excited. Conference season's coming up tomorrow, so it, it, it'll be fun. Seeding has never seemed to matter less in the NCAA no. tournament. No, I agree. I agree. So, well, one or two more, I'll let you go. Do they have enough in the front court? They seem a little, a little soft in the front court, Manny. A little soft. Yeah. Um, think. I think the biggest thing with the front court is like um, Brazil's got to like I, he, he's got to bring some more motor mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I think Mitchell, you know, he he's an older guy. He knows how to play. Um, you know, if you can get consistent minutes out of Graham, I, I mean that, that doesn't hurt. But he's going to be the guy where. You know, so he'll play front court and he'll also be out there in the backcourt on the wing. But like he's got to, 
his motor has to has to rev up. Yeah, they're going to be really successful. So yeah, to your point, if there's one thing that you can say, well, I'm not too sure about it's, it's the front point. Um, but if you have the guys, they just have to you know step up and 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 take the challenge. I love the positivity. I love the thoughts in general. Manny Watkins, Razorback basketballer, one of the best defensive players in program history. Obviously, doing his thing in the in the corporate world these days, ripping it up there, and always good to hear his voice either on the radio or on the TV. And Manny, I mean, we gotta we we gotta get you a full time broadcast gig. I mean, your basketball insight, we gotta make that happen here. Oh, don't don't tell my don't tell that to the. Uh... Well, you're you're in with a good company and they obviously know how lucky they are to have you. Manny, you're a super class act to find a few minutes for me, okay? Happy New Year to you. Mahalchate again here real soon. Enjoy the weekend, buddy. Thanks, Manny. You too. All right, great spot. Manny Watkins. Get that up on the podcast later today. And what a cool dude he is. Hang out for a few minutes. Tremendous defensive player. I meant what I said there. I mean, really one of the best defensive players in program history. And I I think his positive thoughts there get us right back to the positive thoughts in general, you know, that we were having with, um, with the top of the show this morning, talking about the team and, and the fact that they've gone through some struggles and yet you feel like they still have a chance to be really, really good. Now, maybe they fall apart in conference play and a key injury or two, and it just doesn't happen. But based on what Eric Musselman has done, I love Manny bringing up the Kansas game. Based on his track record, his ability to prepare, you get this guy into the tournament. How do you not like Arkansas's chances to win a game or two, at least? Hadn't been to a Final Four yet. I'll say that again. But has done uh, everything short of that. Question of the day today. Do a little football with you on a snow day Friday. This worked out well today. Question of the day. What's your best bet? Who is your best bet to win the Super Bowl this year? Who's your best bet to win the Super Bowl this year? We gave you some options at the top of the show. We're going to kind of stack the voting. We're, we're going to fix it. We're going to rig it. The Ravens are going to be on their own line. Niners or Chiefs are going to be on the line. as like that second tier. Cowboys or Eagles for the NFC East aficionados. And Bills or Dolphins for those of you who can't get enough of the AFC East. Best bet to win the Super Bowl. First couple hundred votes are in Twitter and Facebook. How about the Ravens getting 50% of the vote? I told you, man, they're nasty right now. They are nasty right now. 50% for the Ravens, 40% for Niners or Chiefs, 5% for Cowboys or Eagles, and 5% for Bills or Dolphins. All right. It's uh, coming up. On 8 o'clock, if you're listening live here in the morning, way to go. Podbean Live, streaming it. YouTube, our website, therealnwhab.com. I know a lot of y'all are electing to stay put today. If you have the kiddos at home like I do, it's going to be a uh, little throwback to Christmas break today, I think. Basketball game tomorrow. I'm already looking forward to getting after that. Screaming my guts out a little bit. I'll be there along with 20,000 of my closest friends, and I'm really excited for it. Question of the day, who's going to win the Super Bowl? We'll get back there. My guy, Big Papa Small, is doing his own family juggling. We'll get him in the mix here before we're done. Thinking uh, 8.20 for that. And TV Tyler Cast before we are done as well. Strong start in the morning, y'all. Really fun. Good to have you on board. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the real WHAB, your morning show of choice on TV Media. Thanks for listening.